0: We continue with the Rambam. We're in the middle of Perik Hay. We're discussing this concept of, uh, of cautiously trying to move ahead in trying to understand the ideas of Hashem and what Hashem is and all these things and try to explain a lot of things and not to forge ahead recklessly. That was the main idea. And that's how we described Moshe Rabbeinu. Rabbi Moshe did not want to look at Hashem. And we explained, didn't want to try to understand Hashem right away because he knew he wasn't yet on a level to understand Hashem properly. As opposed to the next set of people. So now, I'll draw your attention to the left side of the screen. This is right before the giving of the Torah at Sinai. It says, Vayal moshevaren. Moshe and Aaron ascended, not of, avihu, not of an avihu, Veshivim mizik Yisrael and seventy of the elders, vayiru elok Yisrael, and they saw the God of Israel. Oh, that's a problem, right? What do you mean you saw the God of Israel? V'tachas raglav under whose feet? Under Hashem's feet is kamase livnas hasapir ukeetzam hashamayim l'tohar was the likeness of a pavement of sapphire, like the very sky for purity. Okay, so that's interesting. What exactly did they see? Okay, and there seems to be uh, that they're seeing something uh, of significance. So Rashi says right in the middle over there. And we got I got three different screens it's, at the well, same it's time. Like, it's like I was I'm I, overwhelmed. You know? It says, <laughs> And they also took a look. And they were chay of Misa. But Hashem did not want to mix the joy of the Torah. So he waited to finish off. When it was the dedication of the Mishkan, and the elders add until later on, and the people were complaining for food, meat, and it went and it destroyed them as well. And what's the idea of this under feet, the likeness of a pavement of sapphire? Heisal a fun of bishas That was the way it was when during the enslavement of Egypt. Lee courts are Russian, so Yisrael to remember their suffering that they had to do brickwork. Okay, whatever. I don't have to get into every single detail of this. Now, what's the next pasuk say? Veel b'nei Yisrael. Let's see if I can get some. No, I can't. It's too much already. Okay, how do I go back? <laughs> and to the nobles of the Jewish people, he did not cast his hand. It means these people. All right. Again, and they, remember those words, and they gazed at God, they ate and they drank. Okay, so you have. Two very difficult two difficult clauses over there. One is it says they looked at Hashem. Okay. And again, so it said it once. Vayiru has Elokei Yisrael. And it tells you what they saw under his feet. And then it says, and Hashem did not punish them. They should have been punished. And then they looked at Hashem and they ate and they drank. Okay. So, an sile means gedolim, great people. Okay. The nobles. All right, so that's the context. So what do we want to do next? We want to take a look at where Rashi's source came from. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, one minute, wait, wait, there's no Rashi here. One second. Okay, anyway, let's take a look at the Midrash Tanchuma. So, this is in Baloi That's already when Moshe says, I can't take it anymore, I need help. He says, okay, I'm going to give you 70 elders. So, uh, where is it? It's in the Midrash Tanchuma. Let's find the right place. Uh, No... That's not the one I want. Is it the next one? Uh, come on. Ah, oh. That's it. I think isn't it there? Ah, oh, he says, Esphali gather 70. Didn't they already have elders? It says, Moshe Arnon has 70 elders. They already had 70 elders. What happened? And this parasha is afterwards. So, why does he have to find seven of these He had them at Sinai. But when the Jews came to these things, they were complaining, and the fire of Hashem went and burned. They all got burnt up. But their burning was like the burning of Naravanaviu. Kilu Har Because they also were lightheaded when they ascended Har Harsina. When they looked at the Shekhinah, As it says, It says they saw Shem they ate the drink. Okay, so you can see Rashi is definitely following the pattern of this Medrash. Medrash came before Rashi. -hmm. Now, Now, was there really eating and drinking there? Is that really what it is? They're eating and drinking? A servant supposed to guard his master and he's got a sandwich there and he's eating it so in other words he's supposed to be protecting the king he's supposed to keep an eye on him so it means they were light-headed, like people who were eating and drinking not that they were eating and drinking but it was like casual they should have been burnt up right then and there but as we said, but the Torah was special. He didn't want to spoil the party. So he left it for another time. And that's why it says, <laughs> And the Apostle said, And Hashem did not send his hand to the nobles. Why did it say that? Because it should have been. <laughs> it happened afterwards. None of an got burnt when they came to the Old Moed, and the Zekanim were destroyed in this story as well. Okay, so you see how Rashi and the is really based on this Medrash. Okay, let's not do that. Let's do this. Okay, so with this, we'll now continue into the Rambam. And Oh, no, we're on number five. See, I don't know. Whenever I leave it, it just moves away. One second, I'll get over here. Oh, here. Okay, now. So now we're up to this. Oh. No, all I got to do is this. Okay. So now, Rambam says Moshe was one way, but the other people we just discussed were different. Amnam, atzilei bnei but the nobility of the Jewish people, hem horsu, they like they they jumped in, they were quick, and they sent their thoughts to try to comprehend right away. Avol but it was not a complete comprehension. In other words, they did the opposite of what Moshe did. therefore it says about them, they looked at the God of Israel, the under his feet description as we said before. Now why didn't it just say, Why didn't it just say, and they saw the God of Israel? That's it. Why does it say, and under their feet? It's like a type of brickwork, it says. Because what is the point of the Torah trying to make? Because the point of that statement isn't just to criticize them that their seeing wasn't correct. So it doesn't; it wouldn't have to describe what they saw, right? From it tells us what they saw. It's a physical way of seeing things. In other words, it's not that just, well, they looked at Hashem. It tells us what they saw. And to tell us, not that it wasn't only not perfect, but it was really, really wrong. And therefore, they really, uh, they, they deserve to be destroyed because their ways of looking at things was in such a physical way. And they should have died right away. But Moshe prayed for them. And extended their lives. Until they were later died and they were burnt in the with the, uh, with, with the Slav. Okay. And got burnt as well. Okay. Uh, um, that because um, uh, for the fact that uh, they all died because of that hurrying up to do what they shouldn't have done. So we said like impetuous. Yeah. Yes, the impetuosity. Now, and if that's the way they got judged, okay, big people, so, certainly if we'll do that, and also if we would do it, and like the Rambam says himself, who is lower than us. Everybody nowadays certainly has to think well, he has to get a perfection of of, of, of approaching over here. And you have to have this introductory Understandings that purify your way of comprehension from the impure way, which is the mistaken way. Then you can look at the holy camp of Hashem. Hashem, his malochim, and to have some concept of what it is. And that's what the Torah says, again, by Harsina, where they're warned. The Kohanim who are going to approach Hashem, they should sanctify themselves. Before Hashem, lest Hashem will strike that, them down, for them to see things that they should not do. Ukvart Siva Shlomo loves already warned us to be, have this carefulness, Where a person wants to reach his high levels for Amar. Bemashel, he gives the marshal, and he says, "Shmor raglecha, guard your feet, as you approach the house of Hashem." So what the Rambam is really saying is that the problem they had is they weren't yet developed in being able to comprehend what there is to comprehend about Hashem. Okay, this is sort of prophetic realities. Okay, like there's no such thing as me and you seeing Hashem somewhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> even if, comprehending Hashem somewhere. It's not going to be. But when there's a prophetic state and we see what we're going to have to learn mm-hmm. down the line, a whole, a whole way of prophecy. Mm-hmm. We don't know that yeah. yet. But in some prophetic reality, Hashem quote unquote appears in a intellectual way. And that you're able to comprehend certain things. But you have to totally be on a different plane of existence. So the simple idea of eating and drinking doesn't mean they were eating and drinking, but they were looking at Hashem from the perspective of people who are eating and drinking. And just like eating and drinking is complete physicality. Okay. So so it's like, okay, so it's complete physical. So from our physical perspective, we will comprehend what Hashem is based on our physical perspective which is totally wrong. But I say, what do you mean? We're spiritual people. And we're having some spiritual connection. But it's enclosed in their physical eyesight, so to speak, mental eyesight. So they're going to comprehend God from their physical schema. And they were rushing in in a way that they should not have rushed. And they really would deserve to die. So... Um, and uh, and therefore and then later on in the 28th chapter the ram is going to say what they're talking about at the feet and under the feet There's whole uh, mystical understanding of what feet are and uh, they, they they had some they used some kind of physical attribute attribution to that which they should not have done now the commentaries also mention something very interesting anybody who you see from this anyone who makes a mistake in 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 uh, uh, having some si- type of corporeal understanding of Hashem, you always get the punishment of s- uh, fire and no other death penalty mm-hmm. if you notice none of an avil they got burnt yeah. the zicanim got burnt, burnt with ta- Tavero. it says and why is it because it says in eschanan ke lo kecha Esh ochla shem is a fire that consumes Okay, and anybody who wants to go from physicality to spirituality—if you really want to make that leap—in a certain way, existentially, you are have to burn yourself. And what's the classic example? Korbanos. A korban is a very physical thing, but how does it bring a closeness to Hashem by burning it up? Okay, and it ascends to Hashem. Let's give another example. Chometz, which is the Yates or Ohara. What do we do? We burn it up before Pesach. What about the daughter of a Kohen who has forbidden relations? What is that? Gets burnt as well. Okay? Because she has to identify with the spirituality. And she did something that was physical. A Kohen's family should be more spiritual, not physical. So you see this consistent <coughs> that whenever we're involved in in a place where we should be more, um, um, what do you call it, Um, spiritual and transcendental and we still keep it to the physical. So Hashem says that's canopy and its it gets burnt because as opposed to stoned, everything, every other punishment, there's still something there. But when you get burnt up, what happens? The physicality is gone. You stone someone, his, his carcass is still there, right? Yeah. You, you, you give him the sword, carcass is still there, right? There's a lot of ways carcass is still there. But when they're buried, they're consumed. And now there's nothing physical. And that's like, that was your mistake. You were trying to be too physical. So we got to punish you in a way that should not become physical for them. That's what the Rambam is saying. So it doesn't mean they saw Hashem. But they had, and as we said before, there were, he gave five examples, they saw incorrectly, not physically saw, they intellectually comprehended God in an incorrect way using some kind of physical base of understanding what Hashem was. Okay, so that becomes a problem. So therefore, the main part of this Hay uh, uh, is you've got to be awfully careful. Now, for example, when Yaakov is given his first spiritual vision, it's in the vision of the ladder. Why the ladder? Because the ladder says you want to ascend to Hashem step by step by step. It was his first prophecy. Hashem is saying, listen, it's not going to all come in one time. Take a step here, a step there, slowly, slowly. You got to divest yourself from being totally overwhelmed with physicality and things like that. So you can be on a different plane of existence so then you can comprehend Hashem on that different plane of existence. Okay, now the Rambam concludes. Um, oh, so now he says, So let me finish up what I was entering to explain. The Omar and I'll say you, these nobles, with the mistakes they made in their comprehension, what also happened was, once the comprehension is off, then because of that lack of comprehension, that negatively affects their physical avodas Hashem. Therefore, then they start, Leaning towards physical desires. Because of the mistaken comprehension. And that's what it means. It says they saw Hashem and they ate and they drank. So, and the rabbis, Rashi said that they showed Kalos Rosh. Right? We explained in that medrash. So they ate and they drank. So they already are using, understanding Hashem from that casual way of understanding life. From them But the end of the statement says, but under their feet is this type of uh, lattice work or whatever. So I'll explain that later on in later chapters. But the intention we have of everything that we've done here is, When you have the expression of re'ia, and he beat, We discussed this topic. This is an intellectual comprehension. Not the seeing of the eye. Hashem can't be found anywhere. That the eyes are able to comprehend it. Okay, so that's the point. Now you got to remember, this is still big stuff uh, 800 years ago. To say, remember, remember, we go back to earlier chapters? A lot of people thought, no, Hashem is physical. A lot of people thought a was physical. So now try to explain to people that no no it means comprehension and you know those kinds of things. Like try to explain this idea to a, a seven-year-old. It's not gonna be easy. Not gonna be easy to say, you know, I see what you mean and you know, but it's not really seeing this and that. So a lot of adults in the Ramsey, you know, didn't go to school. Their their mental acuity wasn't much more than that okay well, so, is, so he's understand so who's this for just for really bright people mm-hmm. So now he's, he can conclude so right, in some ways children have more of an imagination They have imaginary friend. yeah but it, this it's imagination but this is a sophistication of subtlety and that they're not so good at mm-hmm. That's the problem yeah they can imagine uh, elephants flying yeah or but a, a friend it's, that they talk no to but people. all based on physicality. So they can have a great imagination through the physical schema that they have. But to understand the subtleties of, of um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a spiritual scene. Listen, you see, you see. You don't see, you don't see. There's nothing to see, right? Then he ends off and says, but I know some of you people are going to just, this is going to be way beyond your ability. So we're going to see there's a middle ground. What do I mean to say? What you're not allowed to is to, to in, to say there's any corporeality of Hashem, that's iser mamish. You're transgressing one of the thirteen principles of faith. That's mamish asur. Now to understand it on this level that Hashem, when we all these ways of okay, describing Hashem, is just you know metaphors and and, and ideas of uh, subtleties and uh, mm-hmm. comprehension. That's a that's a good level, but there could be a middle level. That's not good, but not bad. He says, <laughs> And if so, any one of you short-minded people, or better yet, pardon the pun, short-sighted people, yes. I have a problem with this. To reach this level, that we've been trying to explain, the and you're still using some kind of Physical attribution as what? Not as describing Hashem, but Laorim Gedolim, big lights in Malachim, like, uh, like you know, for Malachim or Sulasim or things beyond that. In other words, we say, well, you know, it was, well, what is it they exactly saw? Well, I saw it, did big lights. Okay. Okay, so therefore, Ain has it's not going to cause the damage. In other words, he said, well, they saw Hashem. Well, no, it means like you know, like lights and this and that, and, but not really Hashem. So then, as long as you're not attributing physical properties to Hashem, then that's okay. He's saying, well, there's lights and this and that, yeah, but it's not Hashem. It's just what's well, like awesome experience. So, okay, so it's wrong, but it's not clear. As long as you're not attributing to Hashem some type of physicality. So if you, if you can't understand my subtleties, okay, it's just, it was like like big stuff. You know, What wasn't Hashem, of course, just like big stuff. I mean, isn't that what Hashem allowed us to see at Sinai? Well, that's a big question. What did we see? No, and what see. did we see? We had some kind of prophetic uh, intellectual comprehension based on our level. But and again, there was like we we heard the lightning and we saw the. Lightning. Yeah, so yeah, you definitely that's like got, a fourth dimension. Yeah, they were able to get it to another dimension. Right. Okay. So now we still got just so just to close this, I do want to tell you there is a whole other approach to understanding these so come I will say it briefly. And this is to And that is the Ramban. Okay, I can close. Let's just move. Let's get rid of Rashi. Okay. Okay. The Ramban, I'll oh, just do the English. The meaning of the expression and they drank, he says it's Mamish literal, yeah. is that they made it an occasion for rejoicing and place? festival. Yeah, at Sinai. Yeah. This is what for such is one's duty to rejoice at the receiving of the Torah, just as he commanded when they finished writing all the words of the Torah upon the stones. They also, and thou shalt bring korbanos, and eat, and you rejoice. And with reference to Shlomo, when he was given all that wisdom, he made a big party. Big party. That's where you learn. You make a seal when you finish learning, etc., etc. So he gives a lot of examples of that. Now, uh, uh, so that was that part, but there was a part beforehand that I wanted. So that erases one machlokas. He's saying they actually ate and drank. It's not the way the Rambam, see, the the Ramban is is saying, well, the Rambam is saying, what are they eating and drinking over here? This is a very holy experience over here. But you got to see the sources are different ways of explaining things. Uh, Vatam, Okay, one second. Uh, one second, one second. That's not what I want. I want a little bit beforehand. Uh, what's this? Is this the one before this? Yeah, he explains who the Atzilim are, not even via the elders. They're called Atzilim because the Spirit of God emanated upon them. Fine. But then he says, what does it mean? The meaning of expression, he laid not his hands. So Rashi learns they should have been punished. They didn't hurt them. Is that since he had said, but let not the priests and the people break through to come up upon the eternal, lest he break forth upon them. He said, when it's going to be mountain turd, don't have to don't get close. Therefore, let it be known here that they had been careful to observe the command and that he did not break forth upon them and that the nobles of the children of Israel were worthy of that which they saw in this vision. Thus the meaning of the verse is that they beheld God, but they did not break through to come up unto the eternal. So the way he's explaining Ramban is not like the Medrash. Not like And Ramban often says, I will often not follow the Medrash. Ramban says, I'll go with more of the Kabbalistic understanding. And he's saying that they saw But he would agree with the Rambam that what they saw was a spiritual type of vision. Still it's a spiritual type of vision, but he parts ways with the Rambam where the Rambam says it was an incorrect vision. So he says, no, it was not an incorrect vision. It was a correct vision. That's why Hashem did not hurt them. And when they ate, they talked, they ate and they drank because you eat and drink when you get to great joyous occasions. because part of spirituality is not to negate the physical. So I'm just bringing that so you'll know there's two shots in the Mahalik with this whole thing over here. Did they correctly see? And then what Hashem wanted them to do. Yes, you should now eat like korbanos and things like that. And you'll bond the physical with the spiritual. And they were absolutely correct. And it was separate sins Mm -hmm. they did later that were not connected to this. You have to explain what happened to the 70 elders uh, could be still they died at Taver, but maybe that was they felt from their levels. Because remember, this is all before the Cheda Eagle that's going on here. The other stories are after the Cheda Eagle. Okay? But Rambam, Rambam clearly learns that this is a case of mistaken, and he's using that because he's trying to show examples of doing it the right way and the wrong way. According to the Rambam, this was the wrong way. Okay, excellent. Okay.